Hey folks, this is Mike from Tope Suicida. Before we get started with the show, I just want to talk to you about something that is very dear to my heart, something that is very serious in my life. September is Muscular Dystrophy Awareness Month, and I have someone in my life that I love very much who is affected by Duchenne muscular dystrophy, which is a very severe type of muscular dystrophy. Duchenne uh, is a rare genetic disease that causes the muscles in the body to become weak and damaged, resulting in the loss of mobility and early death. The person that is affected by this is my nephew. Uh, his name is William. Um, and we are partnering with Cure Rare Disease to develop patient-specific gene treatments that could change William's future and the lives of Duchenne families everywhere. So please, take the time to visit William's page and donate if you are able. Share the link. Uh, Will, my best friend's two-year-old son, uh, he is the best little dude in the world, and I would greatly appreciate if, uh, if you are able to please donate. I'm going to go ahead and tweet it out. The Tope Suicida podcast will also tweet out the link. Will is going to need uh, gene editing therapy. So if you're able to help, please do. Uh, we love all of you listeners. We thank you for listening. And um, we hope to create a little better future for William. So thanks very much. And we hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> behind me oh yeah very not oh, even man, not my... even enough to worry about it peek my peek the shit out of that that's gonna look that's real nice that's real easy to see hey mike do you see my face right now hmm could you see my face right now let me see i can try okay now i do do you see how how much my face looks like i give a shit about the sink because it's so good oh does it look like i give a shit about it you know wow, never, i've actually never seen you like this i don't think oh no <laughs> oh no what no. was that <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jeez, you look like one of the mean girls in that movie um gretchen gretchen uh, wieners no 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 what's that which movie? is my sister's what's wiener dog she named what? it gretchen wieners what's that movie though with the with the what you're what you're what my sister's wiener dog is named yeah. gretchen wieners after the mean girls character after what? The, the named after the Mean Girls I'm trying to character. think of this movie that has the Mean Girls in it. What is it called? I... Mm, I Does it have uh, Tim Meadows? Is you know Tim the Meadows one with the girls? Tina Fey, Tim Meadows are, are in it. Mm, yeah. I don't know who those people are. Yeah. Okay. But they're, they're, it's I'm a bunch of mean, girls. It might be Mean Girls is what you're thinking of. But if, of gr- yeah, that's what I mean. It's a movie with a bunch of Mean Girls in it. They're mean yeah. uh, all the time. And there's a pretty girl that doesn't know she's pretty. Um, yeah. It's yeah. In, oh, Ingrid's in, in, Ingrid's saying Mean Girls. I think you're talking about Mean Girls. Oh, actually, yeah, that's the movie Mean Girls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Ingrid. Yeah, she's she's a good girl. She she's a big Tina Fey fan. She because she's a little girl boss, you know. Again, or whatever that I don't know book who that is. is. I don't know who that is. So um, let's go ahead and get going with. That's the my show. bit. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Bo. Is only only one of us? Is one of us? One of us always have to be mean and know everything, or does that no, mean? That's not what I'm. Okay, that's not what it's. That's not what I'm saying. But you, anyway, you were you were saying. I think you're introing the show. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't mean to step on your on your. No, you know your... you were doing it. Oh, yeah, no, I know I was, but now you made a thing about it, like it was like I shouldn't have done it. So I feel like you should do it because you're no, right. No, no, you do, no, do no, kind of no. do it every. You do do it every. You do do. <laughs> yeah, you do do. That's it. a good reset point, right? <laughs> We're do such do. children. <laughs> do do it. But no, no, go away. You, uh, you do, you do wait, it. Did you, you do say? It. Did you say? Did you say go away? <laughs> I said go. Wait, uh, wait, go. wait, 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 wait. Go away. <laughs> go ahead. Like, you. Mike, I need you to do it. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. You do 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 do. I feel like I'm. I did that earlier. Trying to say this. Uh uh uh. Okay, everybody. Yeah. So uh, you're you're listening to us talk, and then that must mean that you have tuned in to the Tope Suicida podcast. Definitely. Very fun for you, but unfortunately, well, I don't think unfortunately actually, but to our great surprise and to yours, something has happened in the world. Uh, and so, actually, today, you're not listening to the Tope Suicida podcast. You're, you're listening to Tope Suicida podcast presents a show hosted by a man named Mike and a man named Bo. And that show is called... Oh, what a rush! The Road Warrior Rewind, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, the second Road Warrior, Road Warrior animal, Joe Laurinaitis, has gone to heaven to be with Hawk and the Angels. He's crossed the veil. And Mr. Perfect and uh, Rick Not Rude. A road Not a Road Warrior. No, 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 but they're just like, the buds are up there, you know, they're hanging out and they're drinking beers and they're giving each other suplexes and stuff. Yeah, they're doing sh- yeah. shoulder lariats all you know, day. No Heidenreich. one gets hurt, though. I don't know if Heidenreich is still Heidenreich? Ki- kicking. Was that his name? He- was it a tag team named Heidenreich or was it Heinrich? Was it one guy named Heinrich? No, no, no. It was just one guy and the name was Heidenreich. So so it, it sounds like two guys, like Hamilton, Joe yeah. Frank, and Reynolds sounds like yeah, Several, like but it's three people, guys. Like several people. Ham- <laughs> Hamilton, Joe Frank is one guy. Joe Frank, hyphenated, Joe. and Reynolds. Hamilton, Joe Frank, and Reynolds. Heidenreich. Heidenreich. Is, is there, one, is there is a dash? Guy. Is it a hyphen? Is there a hyphen? It is one guy. That sounds like a cat, like a um, like the squ- like a squad of cowardly Nazis. Heidenreich. <laughs> What are you guys Don't doing? let them Nothing get you. Just you... hide and riking. That, I'm counting to ten to hide for the game of hide and rike. Hide and riking. I, I tell you, German German is just a beautiful language. The Allies have invaded Berlin. They are here. We are hiding and riking. It's not very good because we were playing a game of hide and rike, and now the Allies are here. Oh no, it's pretty bad. There's all these Allies around, and we were just trying to play hide and rike. Are you Are you going to finish your cigarette? <laughs> Turn French. Hi. Hello, bonjour. <laughs> we have come back, my friend. You thought you had us. You thought you had. What was the um um marginal? The marginal line. You know what that is? No. Uh, it was this defense system that France had around its borders. Um, and it, it was to it was built. Let's see, what was it? It was, it was just like it was built of a vineyard. Yeah, it was this like impenetrable um like defense system that they had built. Yeah to um, uh, stop tanks from invading France after World War I. I think it was called the Marginal Line. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't so. tell you. Anyway, World War II, the German Panzer tanks. It was like, they were just like, <laughs> no problem. Like, chewed through it like a fucking buzzsaw. <laughs> Paris fell. It like, was, it's been it was many dark. decades. It was dark it's days. Been a, dark, it's been decades. dark days. Should have upgraded that fence. Should have upgraded that fence. Not a good fence. <laughs> Bad news. But luckily, the bad guys, uh, well, let's see, what, the worst guys lost in that, yeah. the, you know, situation. <laughs> anyway, the war. Uh, so the war. <laughs> anyway, so um, that's been a little bit of uh, World War history. Oh, wow, that's a great idea for a show. Write this down. Yeah, no, we, we do a World War Three, WCW World War Three. Uh, uh-huh. Watch along or something. I don't know. We it's, it's something we pick our favorite matches from World War Three's gone by, and we talk about different wars, uh, just off like off the memory, off the dome. Wow, I pe- think this will. I facts. think this. That, yeah, that episode will really increase. I think the uh, the female listenership. All right, of this fuck podcast. you, Bo. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Women can't. Women can't be into history and like war like history war history <laughs> i'm just grabbing swaths of generalities that i don't think we're gonna get a lot of female listeners from that one how about okay how about this episode how about this idea how about this one we do uh an episode that's focused on uh various histories of baseball you know like a nice baseball documentary but slash with wrestling so we can talk about how, how baseball is really important to the culture and how wrestling ties into baseball. I think that'll grab a lot of new audiences as well. What do you think? Now, you've left the screen, and I don't know where you've gone. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just hiding Riking. <laughs> so, so sorry about that. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I... <laughs> so sorry. Sometimes I just I start playing Heidenreich and I just Ooh. cannot stop. Ooh. We're very, very bad. We're bad people. We're doing the worst things. Mike is here to lead me down a road, a tour of, of the Road Warriors' many uh, fun matches. Four, I think he has for me. Yeah, I'm not... I couldn't narrow it down to three. I had to pick four. I've mentioned many times in the show, numerous times, that I'm, Road Warriors are a blind spot for me. Uh, I don't really, I never really watched them. Um, it's kind of like a La Parca situation where, like, I'm sad a man died. I'm sad a man died, but yeah. I have no emotional connection to him. Um, I, I, Thunder Rosa was wearing uh, animal face paint on dynamite to, as an homage to his face paint, if you uh, uh, saw about that on Twitter. Then again, I didn't know because, again, I couldn't tell you which face paint's on which warrior. But that's why I'm here for you, Mike, to show me. This is super exciting. This is really great. Oh man, because because here's the thing: like the road. If you talk about the Road Warriors, you're talking about God, like the um the most perfect uh example, like the like the platonic ideal mm-hmm. of the wrestling tag team as it relates to our generation and popular culture. Like, well, okay, our generation and also like Generation X. Like when you think of pro wrestler and you think 1980. The, the the image that comes to mind, like, there's an, a reason why the game, like, Saturday Night Slam Masters came out for Super Nintendo, and it's, like, basically because of the fucking Road Warriors. Like, yeah. th- their, their entrance, their look, how imposing they were, and, like, their style in the ring and everything. Just, like, if you wanted to think of two guys that looked like the, the two guys you would want to run into least. Yeah. 
They're larger than life. They like the iconic larger than life. Uh, we use comic book hero a lot, yeah. but that kind of oh outlandish character archetype, but still believable because they were tough fucking dudes, you know? Yeah, they were dudes, but you were like, are they to- are they all are they just dudes? Or do they have some type of like mutant like ooze situation happening where they got like powers? You know what are I these mean? Guys, are these guys warriors? Road warriors? Are these maybe? guys ro- warriors of the <laughs> they're road? They're on the road for a long time. And they're stronger than man. So they must be warrior. They're like way stronger. Um, also, even like the story about how they got together. You probably don't. I mean, I, I don't. Maybe I'm, me. bu- maybe I'm bullshitting the story, but I'm pretty sure. Like how they formed as an actual team? Yeah. Well, no, not really. I mean, yeah, kind of. But no, more like how they kind of met and like got to be friends, I guess, before they started wrestling training. Um, Apparently, Animal Joe was in the gym doing uh, incline incline bench press with whatever he had on the bar that day. Um, You know, probably like. 450 pounds. 872. Uh, some, some, you know, some ungodly amount of, of uh, weight. Also, the rumor is that Animal used to, like, sh- do shrugs, like barbell mm-hmm. shrugs, with, like, 900 pounds. But I don't know whether that's true. That's just something I heard. Probably was probably in a Zubaz ad back in the day. But the, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 anyway, he had, he had a huge amount of weight on the bar. And everybody was like, oh, my fucking God. And he was just like. He was just repping it out, no problem, repping it out, and Hawk walks in, I guess. Mike. For the <laughs> Hawk walks in and uh they kinda I think they had gone to like the same high school or the you know, it's the same town. I think it was I think it was Minneapolis, I'm not I'm not sure. But they uh, uh kind of knew of each other, but they hadn't really met, I think. Yeah. And uh I think the kind of the vibe was Everybody, because Hawk is kind of like the biggest guy, you know, like the like the nastiest, biggest guy in the gym. Yeah. And here's Animal, who is younger. He's like um, a, a year or two younger. Uh, and he is repping out on the incline bench press with, with more weight than anyone else in the gym, like by far. And Hawk walks up to him, apparently, like very briskly. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, is this going to go? Are these two guys going to fight in here? <laughs> and he, like, Animal finishes the set, and Hawk, I guess, walked up to him and went like, you ain't right, boy, or something. <laughs> and, 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 and Animal was like, was like what? And Hawk like, slaps him on the chest and goes, I can't even do that. <laughs> You're some kind of warrior. Yeah, like so. <laughs> and then they were like, presumably they did the handshake that yeah. Arnold and Carl Weathers do in Predator. Of course, I mean it would have had to have happened that way. Yeah, you know, lightning shot out between their palms. I just love that idea. I, I that that fucking there was a guy that was as big and strong as Hawk. And he was impressed by that. And he was like, hey, maybe we should be friends. Yeah. Maybe we should hang out. <laughs> well, I'm excited for these matches. I'm really excited for you to show me the, the whole hubbub about why they were so good. I know they were good, but I could learn more. But before that, Mike, uh, wait, hold on. Huh? Can you, can you hear that? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't. Wait, wait, hang. I hear. Hey, wait, 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 wait. There. 
it's time for huge news. Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got hitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. And then we're gonna see how much news you can fit in your cornhole. Got news for you, baby, all night long. All night long. Fill your ten gallon hat with some huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. Wow. I think that was the first time I ever actually enjoyed the the uh, huge news the the huge news jingle. Is what someone knocking fuck? on your door? Sorry, yeah, someone. Hello. Oh god damn it, Jasper! Would you get out of here? I'm sorry. I had to deliver something for you. Uh huh. Yeah. I've been waiting outside here. My urine bag's filling up because okay. you won't let me use the bathroom. I picked okay. it up I, off I, the I, ground. I forgot it here last time. Yeah, so I think last time we established if... All right, here, just come in. It was just, a colossal colostomy bag failure. Wait, just come in. Come in. Okay. All right, look. Um, You said you had a magic bag last time, the, a magic urine bag, so I didn't understand. I, I was misunderstanding if I knew that you had had... You had an actual, like, colostomy bag, I would have... Let you use the bathroom. Yes, you can use the bathroom, Jasper. I'm not a monster. Well, the thing here with us, Jasper, mailman, is that my name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. yeah what no, kind well, of a magical well, I mean, creature? Mail, I believe, I believe, because you sent me that text after right. we got done last time. Mailman, I believe, it came up, you said it was J your full name, you were really adamant about this, was Jasper Mailman Newsman. That's right. I am adamant about that. It gives me magic. My three names, hyphenates is what they call it. But here's the thing. I'm like a reverse vampire, us mailman newsmans, because you said I couldn't use the restroom and therefore I can't use it ever. Just like a vampire can't be invited into the house if you say no. It's just a reverse thing. It's only for the bathroom Wait, for me. That just, that just means that one time a vampire can't come in if you don't invite, if you invite a vampire in, then a vampire can come in. But if you don't, then... Even if you're not rude about it or whatever, you just don't say, hey, would you like to come in for coffee or something? Well, hold on Then they can't come into your home. But, but, but. It's, it's not permanent? No, 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 no. Every, huh. every new time, like if, if the vampire went away and like, you know, I don't know, went to down to the pub or whatever and then came back a half hour later and knocked on the door and you were like, oh shit, you're back. Actually, I'm a little drunker. You want to come in? I've actually got this bottle of brandy. Then the vampire could come in. So it's. I think that you're allowed to use my bathroom, Jack. The vampire was like, knock, knock. And and is this a knock? Is this a knock, knock joke? The Jack? vampire said, knock, knock. That's not really what we do on the show. We don't really do knock. Um. We don't really do knock, knock. All right, look, I. Knock, knock is what the vampire says. He's at the door. All right, who who's there? Vampire. A vampire who? I've been at the bar drinking Bloody Marys. <laughs> now, I'm, I consider myself a comedy one when I'm not delivering mail. How'd you feel about that, All Joe? right, Jasper. I think you can huh? I think you can just, if you just go out this way, oh. you can, the bathroom is going to be right on your, it's going to be on your right, and then okay. you can just, you can use it, and then um, go home, or uh, I'm sure that Sarah can call you a Lyft or an Uber or whatever service i want. mean i could just i can just shack up on the couch that's fine 
Okay, well, see, here's the thing. No, okay, well, now I see you're, yep, closing the door again, so we're in here together. Yep, hello! You got a sheet, like, I'm not very big, so just a, sh a top sheet will work for me for the evening when I sleep. Just a top sheet. I don't, it doesn't need to be fitted. I can sleep right there on the cushions. Okay, I see you've got your satchel with you. I do, it's magical. Does it? You Bigger on the inside. You could climb in there and live in there, but oh, no. It's like a bag of holding. Yes, but I want to sleep on yeah. your couch because I think we've made a bond. A good bond between you and me, Mike, and Jasper Mailman Newsman. All right, Jasper, I guess we'll talk. Well, we can talk about that later. So, but do you, so you got your satchel. Do you have anything in the satchel for me that you brought, like brought to me? Well, I, got, I, got, I think I got some bourbon or some whiskey. That's Okay, that's nice. Thank you. Yes, I mean, I sort of I already have some scotch here, but I... Oh, I guess I'll put... I'll, I guess I'll put it back then. I I guess... <laughs> Don't have to... I mean, I meant, do you have anything I shouldn't, that you want to, I like... shouldn't have suggested. I'll, I'll put it back. I see where I messed up. Jasper messed up again. Jasper no, you Mailman didn't mess up. You didn't mess up. That was very nice, actually. That was, that was a, a nice gesture and actually probably the least rude thing that you've ever done to me just now. Oh, but. Jasper, first you leave the bag last week, and then, oh, you suggest something he doesn't want this week, Jasper. You're really digging a hole for the Mailman Newsman clan. Okay, Jasper, do you have any Do you have any news that you need to deliver? Because typically that's what you do here on the program. You come and you right. deliver. Right, oh, this right, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Good thing you played it out for me. I do got some huge news. Wish Bo was here to share it. Uh, some huge news for you. Ah, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's getting his own own Disney Plus show as Nick Fury. How does it make you feel? Fine. I think that's neat. Cool. I I, I kind of thought you were gonna say Mace Windu. <laughs> Mace Windu starring as Nick Fury. <laughs> ja 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 Jasper is that? I'd love that incredulous Jasper about Mace a Mace Windu show. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing about Mace Windu. Okay. I went uh, and saw that uh, Phantom uh, Menace, and I saw him in that movie, and he was just there for, for, for decoration. Didn't do anything. Didn't like it. Jasper didn't like it. Did not like that Phantom Menace or the Mace Windu. Listen, I'm going to get out of here. I feel like I'm, All right, Jack. I've overstayed my welcome, and I, you know, I see Bo coming back on, on the screen there. So I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That was it. That's all the news. Is the, the Nick? There's a Nick Fury Disney Plus. going to pee on the way out. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, Jasper. Thanks for stopping. Thanks for stopping by again. Which way is the Which way is the door? I, oh, never mind. You gotta got go. It. You got it. I got it. Okay. Jesus Christ. Hey. What a oh, sorry. Fucking... Sorry, I had to come back from the bathroom. Um. Yeah. Cool. Well, you missed. You missed. Um. My own personal Mr. McFeely hell. Oh. Really, Jasper News. Have we done? Came by. Have we done yeah. huge news yet? Because I have a wrestling story. Oh well, Jasper did. He brought. He delivered some news from his magical satchel, but it wasn't really wrestling related. It was just about a. It was about like Disney Plus. Oh. So. What did he say? Apparently, there's going to be a Mace Windu. Uh, what? Mini series or something, though. or he, I don't remember. Didn't I wasn't he really. Fall out or like get cut in half. I don't know. Maybe he's a ghost. He's Maybe a, he's a, a force angel. ghost. Maybe it's a force ghost. Maybe it's Maybe a force it's a ghost. Force. <laughs> Maybe it's just a force You got ghost. to the got. Uh, you earned one with the force. You're We're no doing ghost. a lot of fun accents, and they're all white uh, people accents, so it's okay for us to do them. Um, listen, I mean, 
Those are the ones That's we can safe do. Safe bet. So that picture I sent you, what did I send you there in the Slack? What does that say? This is the actual huge news. That image. I saw oh, your okay. face change when you noticed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what this is. Um, <laughs> the image says, says, fuck, it's Peacemaker, only on HBO Max. Right. So Peacemaker is a character in uh, James Gunn's upcoming Suicide Squad, uh, played by uh, John Cena. And uh, wait, 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 wait. There's another Suicide Squad movie? Oh, yeah. The Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It's going to be fucking badass because James Gunn rules. And it, But anyway... That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. Well, we are, sort of. Okay. Because this, it's John Cena's character is Peacemaker, right? So what Peacemaker is, yeah, okay. he's like a villain that all he wants is peace. And he does anything at any means necessary to get peace. Which means killing people, whatever. He's Peacemaker. <laughs> sure. And so yeah. James Gunn is writing and directing some of an HBO Max series, prequel series, starring John Cena about Peacemaker. And I'm really excited about Peacemaker because did you ever see the movie like Super with a, I think it was a James Gunn joint. It's like this uh, anti-hero superhero kind of thing and really violent, really gritty. So I'm looking forward to it. And it'd be fun to see John Cena be stupid because I think his head's going to blow up in the movie. So, ah, anyway, that's huge news. Cool! Wow, that's so huge. I bet John. I bet John Cena will be fantastic in oh, the yeah. movie because he seems to be great yeah. on camera. And he's 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 a, he's like not photogenic, but like you're drawn to his presence, like musclegenic. Oh, okay. So I see now. Yeah, now I see. Now I see. Did you look okay. up some stills? Okay, I looked up James Gunn. And yes, you're right. He made some oh, good yeah. movies. He made the Scooby, he made the Scooby Doo movies. He made the New Dawn of the Dead, which was what are you fun. About he's the director uh, of Guardians the of the Dawn Galaxy of the... One and Two. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I mean, I was kind of going through the filmography. Oh, the piano. Guardians the piano's the on there. He's in that. Uh, the piano. Yeah. So I'm uh, okay. That's yeah. Fun. It's gonna be neat. Um, it's not gonna be worse than the first Suicide Squad movie. Oh no! Movie, it's and... gonna be leagues far away better. Leagues. Let's. I hope so. Has to be. Um, cool. Great. Well, hey, that's good for John. Uh, I'm looking forward to John becoming uh, exactly fa- as famous as The Rock mm-hmm. and then them doing a movie together. I mean, John in, Cena's in the them. next Fast just and them. Furious. Yeah. Oh, that's right. John is in the next Fast. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's playing. Is he going to be in a Hobbs and Shaw I don't know. Movie? He's playing. going to be like Hobbs and Shaw and John. Do you know his character, who he's playing? He's no. playing Dominique Toretto's brother. He and Vin Diesel are related, you see. They look nothing alike. <laughs> they look nothing alike. Nor has he been Not mentioned even... in eight other movies. Not even a little bit. Oh, they must be a strange. Probably. I bet they are. And he's the villain. They're fighting each other. They're uh, I'm looking forward to it. It comes out next April. Anyway, like uh, Mike, that. do you have a question? Oh, that's interesting because I actually do have a question for you. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, good. I have an answer for you. It's Anna J. Because I mentioned before, I really like the Dark Order and I really enjoy Anna J. I think she's got a lot of potential. She's fun to watch, fun to watch wrestle. Uh, and she's got that, that really fucking I'm a Dark Order asshole attitude right now. And I love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, a quick and easy uh, uh, pick for me is Anna J, which I think I feel like I've cool, nice. I've pick. chosen like most all of the Dark Order at one point as my <laughs> pick. So 
grabbing somebody off that dark order <laughs> like uh, bench and just throwing them in. Uh, great pick. Just really grabbing those up and comers, throwing them. You in got the it because you, you highlight them here on Topa Suicida. You know what happens next? <laughs> they blow up. Because our pretty yeah. soon they got Tony Shavani interviewing them, saying their name all the time on TV. The next and, thing you know, yeah. it yeah, they just we're uh, giving them the edge and Christian rocket strap <laughs> to the moon. That's me, uh, Mike. I have a question for you though, but I don't have a song for it. Sadly, it's just uh, oh. who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, okay, so uh, I have uh, two. Okay, one is I'm not gonna go into because I kind of just did, uh, and I'm gonna we're gonna keep doing it over and over and over again. This program. Uh, my favorite wrestler this week is Road Warrior. It's Kane. It's Kane. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Kane. Uh, the many the many faces of Kane. Love all of them. All three. I think. Oh, wow. No, okay, so Animal, yeah, Animal's kind of the, um, what, he, he's being, uh, uh, honored. He, he's the over, yeah, he's the overarching sort of Hall of Fame favorite wrestler that's happening this whole Memorialized. episode. we got a rainbow, yeah, a rainbow, uh, made of shoulder pads with spikes on them that's covering this entire episode. We love you, Animal. It's hard to move Thank around, you. keep getting poked. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, sometimes you use one of those spikes to poke to jab Dusty Rhodes. Oh, eye they did out. that. I was gonna ask, have they ever done that? Yeah. Are we gonna they see did that? that? Maybe. Uh, yeah. On. No, we're not gonna see that. That was just like a that was like a um a spot yeah. that they did it like in the ring to like try and mangle and like right. hurt Dusty and get him out of wrestling. Yeah. But um anyway, uh uh the oh the the, the only thing I want to say about uh Animal, well really the Road Warriors is that other than like. There's only a couple wrestlers that you really think about and you're like, oh, wow, they were just as good a heel as they were a babyface. Like, the fact that the Road Warriors started out as, as heels, mm-hmm. like, really big, monster, nasty heels that you could put babyfaces against, like the Rock and Roll Express. Um, just to work, kind of like work that. them over, basically. Yeah, like smaller te- smaller teams with nice hair and like you know the road warriors were like uh what like doom or vader and bigelow when they teamed together uh bradshaw and, and farouk um or ron simmons like it just the, the, that kind of ass kicker team but they were so cool that people could not help but scream and lose their fucking minds when they like came out and they loved them yeah. so they turned into monster baby faces which was like, that's like the coolest shit in the world. Like other than Roddy Piper and maybe Jake Roberts, you know, who could just, you could just be the most hated and feared wrestler one year. And then the very next year be the big, one of the biggest baby faces in the business. And the road warriors were like that. Can um, I float another big guy by you cool. that I think was yeah. had that potential and then I got squandered. Uh, mm. You're going to laugh at me out of the room here, but. Big old Braun Strowman. Felt he had a lot oh. of potential. He's getting better at wrestling. And then just his ups and downs just it's kind of ruined his, his whole thing. Like, I have nothing but, uh, like, I don't know if admiration is the right word, but, like, Braun Strowman is awesome. Yay. <laughs> He's a physical, he is a physical presence yeah. that is undeniable. I fucking loved watching him wrestle Lesnar. I thought that was really cool. Just like two, it's like that stupid monster truck Halloween Havoc match, but with humans, you know? He also legit tipped that 
that garbage truck without a pulley system involved, which was crazy, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. He's badass. <laughs> He's badass. Um, I would love to see him wrestle outside of the oh WWE. My God, yeah. It would be great. It would be so great. Bring him in as a fucking, you know, monster chasing the AEW world title. How, get him in there with Miro. Miro's get, get, really Miro fun. was getting some heat by old Brian Alvarez on the old Wrestling Observer, apparently. Oh, really? Not like that match. They thought it was too, oh, fuck too WWE. Like he hasn't. And he made good points by like saying like Miro is a he's a he's a homegrown WWE product guy. Like he's built WWE built him. He was a grappler in Mongolia or Bulgaria. Mongolia, Bulgaria. Um so maybe he has like a he has the WWE wrestling style. I didn't see it, but I'm just kind of giving you what's out there. I enjoyed the I match mean, they, a lot. They fucked up a couple of spots, yeah. you know, but the, other than that, I thought he was hitting people harder than he has ever. It looked great too. Or at least since NXT. Oh, those traps. He put the camel clutch on like he used to. You could just grab you, you know? could just grab his traps and like ride him down the street. Oh, he looks he looks <laughs> like a million. Stunning. Bucks. He's fucking Stunning. Awesome. All right. He and Lana so, on Instagram are the fucking hottest shit. They're so hot together. <laughs> he he what, Sabian? No, Lana, his wife. Oh, him and yeah, Lana. Yeah, no, they're super not hot. Not him and Kip. Him yeah. and Kip are super hot too, but like <laughs> Yeah, different. Yeah, it's different though. They're just they're just friends. They're just yeah. friends. Gaming buddies. So uh, uh, that's our wrestlers, right? Oh yeah. Well, okay. My other, oh, right. my, yeah, my like contempt, my my wrestler of the week or whatever is like uh, animals. My favorite wrestler, but also I want to give a shout out to Switchblade Jay White. Oh yes. Uh, he's back, or uh, let's say he's back in my life. He never left. He never went anywhere. Uh, he just wrestled Kota Ibushi. The G1 climax is ongoing on New Japan World. Watch it. It's the fucking best. It's so fun. Kevin Kelly, Rocky Romero on commentary, lovely, uh, and, just a great, just a great tournament. And Mike and I uh, plan on hopefully, if we can do the timing right, doing the final two semifinals and the final match together as a little yeah. three-part series. Uh, that we won't put them out immediately, but we sh- will probably record them back to back because that's how it's going to work. But uh, so that'll be fun. I'm really excited. And let Mike, you know, trudge through, you know. A block and B block and all that shit until it gets to the final. Not thing. a trudge. Okay. Not a trudge. Yeah. It a would delight. be for me. Every single time I turn in it tune in, it's a delight. It's like every, every time at days. two AM when I tune in. No, no, no. I watch it later. I, I wait until the English commentary's up and then I it's two and a half hours. I mean whatever. It was, it was like who's, two hours because there's a little break in the middle. Who's on and uh, it's, who's on commentary for English? Kevin Kelly and Rocky Romero. Okay, Rocky's still okay. Cool. Yeah. It's wonderful. Uh, quick shout out to Jay White for his match with Kota Ibushi uh, when he took his uh, jacket off, his robe off, and he yelled at the audience, best goddamn body in the business. I mean, if you have it, was, you gotta say it. No, no. What is so great about that is that he didn't have the best body in that match. <laughs> Ibushi, Ibushi has one of the very best physiques in all of pro wrestling. He is jacked and, he's, and cut. He's broken his neck and still it's good. Didn't he break his oh, neck? Oh, I mean, he's probably broken his neck 40 times. <laughs> Everyone in New Japan. Neck in the J- in the Jay White match. I think they just broke his neck. Broke his neck in, his neck in the match. gym. What do I, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, anyway, so there you go. Switchblade Jay White. He's um, 
a great example of a guy who is not a monster, but also does not have to be a high flyer because uh, fundamentally he rules. Well, that's great. That's exciting. And I'm happy for those picks, all of our picks. But Mike, now I have the biggest question for you. Okay, I have one. You said you have three shit houses. For I got me? three. I got three. They're quick, but there's the, but there's three of them. Uh, let's just do let's just do uh, one, two, me, you. How about that? Your first two, me, you. Okay, great. Here we go. Number one in the Slack chat. Bada bing. This is a uh, special uh, kind of a Portland connection as well. Thought my buddy, uh, my best buddy Joe. Sent me this. He's a big Trailblazers fan, as am I. Mm-hmm. This is the new Damian Lillard Adidas sneaker. What the fuck? It says Ric Flair is posting. Uh, uh, Ric Flair Nature Boy, N-A-T-R Boy. Official Ric Flair Twitter account says, Thank you, Adidas, for the opportunity to show the world that styling and profiling with Nature and Dame is even cooler than being like Mike. Woo! Coming soon! At Woo! Dame Lillard at Adidas. These, what I'm looking at... Are uh, what are these 2021 dames or whatever? <laughs> yeah, they're like the new they're like the new Dame Lillard Adidas. But they're Ric Flair, so they're white is the primary color with adorned with a beautiful uh, gold feather <laughs> lattice uh, and a beautiful looking like almost a gold paisley. Uh, 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 is that the bill? Is that what it's called on a shoe? The bill? Uh, the tongue. Tongue. The tongue. I'm, not a sh- I'm not a shoe head guy. I'm not a sneaker a sneaker head guy. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, the yeah. sneakers sneakers app on my phone, but that's just for normal Nikes. I'm not getting the crazy shit. Sure. Anyway, these look great. I would never wear them, of course, but I would be. But they're be- but they're beautiful, yes. Yeah, and if I were a sneakerhead, I feel like I would be honored to have that <laughs> pair of Nature Dames, as I'm now calling them, in my. What what inspired this collab? Dame is a pro wrestling fan. He loved wrestling growing up. He went as uh, Stone Cold for uh, Halloween mm-hmm. of last year, I think. Um, for their game on Halloween, he came to the ring and Gene. In jean shorts and uh, and uh, Austin three sixteen and, and a rubber Steve Austin mask. He should just go, th- you know, starting line. He's is a starting line. What's the basketball term? What's the start? The starting. Who's the starting team? People on basketball. What's starting the- five? Sure, he's one of them. I assume. Oh yes, very much so. He, yes, why does he, he, is- he should come rip through the curtain or whatever <laughs> paper or whatever it's called? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He should, but in a robe. He should be in Ric Flair's robes. Right? Oh, wow. And he, I don't know. We'll have to tweet at him. Yeah, he'll listen. He'll see. I mean, he'll see it. He'll per, speci- Not his team. His team won't see it, but he'll see it specifically. <laughs> he'll see it. He'll like it. He'll he'll take our advice. But, so anyway, we know they're beautiful. They're beautiful, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But are they shithouse? No, they're not shithouse. Okay. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're sweethouse. They're sweethouse. <laughs> Still got to write the Sweet House jingle. We do, but um, I think these qualify as Sweet House. So it's a new thing, everyone, if you missed that episode. They're Shit House, but now they're Sweet House. If something is still extraordinarily uh, tremendous, that's what Ric Flair would say about these shoes. Tremendous pair of shoes. Tremendous. (laughs) (laughs) Brother Tatsumi Fujinami. Tremendous. Hey, uh, 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 Rick, how are the shoes down in Nashville? Ah, tremendous shoes. Tremendous. (laughs) Tremendous. His list was even worse. Tremendous shoes. 
<laughs> Tremendous. Hey, uh, Rick, can you do a little wash, rinse out there? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So they're Sweet House, but they're not Shit House. Correct. So Sweet House is still good. Very good, just not tough. But yeah. beautiful. All right. Be- what's your okay. next one? Here's number two. There you go. You were talking about Thunder Rosa earlier. There we go. Okay, so uh, that's Thunder Rosa. Uh, is that Animal? <laughs> yes, that's ah! Animal. I don't, yes. again, I don't know which is face paints which. Oh, my God. Yes, Animal is the, has the spider on Why his forehead. Why is he not spider? I don't know. It just is cool. He's got a black widow on his forehead. I don't know. Why is he not Why do I have to explain it? It's fucking badass. All right. Uh, Yeah, this is great. So obviously, uh, legit, probably her favorite wrestler, yeah? I would assume. I don't know. I don't know, but look at her. She's thrilled. Look at how stoked she is. She's fucking thrilled. What? uh, (laughs) Do we know what year this was? Probably. I mean, it couldn't have been that long ago. That's true, yeah. Because she's in her mid-twenties, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's shithouse. Cool. Yeah, definitely. I love it. A new profile pic, too. This is from September 23rd. Thunder Rosa posted on her, her Twitter account. A picture of her and uh, Hawk. It's pretty cool. Animal. I know. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. It, You're an asshole. Comedy. You're such an asshole. Comedy. She's wearing. She's wearing animal shoulder. Pads. Yeah, and she's fucking shoulder pads, and she's flexed torqued about it. She's so <laughs> fucking pumped. Ah, oh, it's so cool. God, like just that, that. That to wear those shoulder pads, I would look like Thunder Rosa looks in those shoulder pads because I'm not big enough to really. You know what I mean? <laughs> Should not be wearing those shoulder pads. They yeah, do not yeah, fit. yeah. Like, if, uh, but but it would still be so cool to wear them and be like, holy shit, I'm a road warrior oh for God. a second. Animal, you know? animal, these are kind of loose. Can you get behind me and tie up these? Get these a little tighter for me. <laughs> you just just horsing <laughs> it up for me. I need you to b- fucking break my sternum with tightness. <laughs> anyway, right, so uh, it's shit house. I'm one for two. I'm one for two. It's shit house. Mm-hmm. Now you got to give me yours. Okay, so this one's a 26 second video on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, I wake up and have no choice but to think about this video on a daily basis. This is tweeted by a man named, or a person named Charlie. Okay, here we go. Which U.S. president are you? Uh Uh-huh. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sinister and dark and fun. Ah! Mike, your face is so strange. He's trying to stifle laughter. He doesn't want to laugh at the funny joke. It's real dark. (laughs) 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 What happens in the video? Mike takes a big drink of his... (laughs) So the random character selector lands on JFK. Mm Mm-hmm. For this sociopath this <laughs> on the camera with what looked to be, he looks to be wearing transitions. Lenses, and like a dad cap. <laughs> a supremely cap. dad golf cap. He's just staring into the camera. Um, Seems like Florida or California. Yeah. When it lands on JFK, um, this man is sitting in a convertible. Yeah. And he, I mean, man. I mean, he. Boy, man. Yeah, he's getting he's getting boy. younger, uh, uh, young adult, young adult. A YA. Man. He's a YA. 
he puts uh he 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 puts the top up in his convertible the, yeah. the hard top he put it it slowly activates yeah. and it very slowly goes up so that he uh, I guess doesn't get shot yeah, in the back of the head by Lee yeah. Harvey Oswald yeah uh, from the observatory yeah how long do you think he sat in the car waiting to do that test till he got JFK so he could do this you know it wasn't the first try it's random I I don't know because I have no idea what this thing is that he apparently I thought see see what I would assume is that he did this in post-production mm-hmm. uh this like president generator no, thing it's an Instagram story filter it's an Instagram story filter, everyone if you want to uh, Mike gives me shit all the time about being the old man here but uh, I'm gonna put this on record on on podcast record that Mike uh he messaged me texted me even what are Instagram stories and uh, I had to lambast him publicly on my Instagram Listen. story <laughs> Listen, it's not, not, look, not everybody knows what an Instagram story is, okay? Listeners, yeah. if you don't know what an Instagram story is, holler at your boy, tweet at me. Shoot a, it, shoot an it, Instagram it, story to Tope Suicida Pod. Shoot me, a, shoot me a hollow down. Yeah, let me know if you also don't know what an Instagram story mm. is, because I don't that don't mm. think that's that weird of a thing for yeah. a 34-year-old guy to not know what an Instagram story yeah. is. Our Sorry. age group is actually, like, right on the cusp of, like, we know technology, you know? Like, we're there for it as it grows, so, like, as it evolves, it's, like, following our age group, but that's fine. Oh, this is gonna break your heart, but it's not shithouse. <sighs> not shithouse. It's pretty shithouse, but... Cheap heat. Cheap, cheap heat. heat! Is this cheap a new heat. category? Yeah, it's cheap heat, buddy. Oh, no! You, why is it cheap heat? Tell me why. <laughs> One, it makes fun of an assassination of a, a seem, seemingly a good man, but uh, what is the rest of the cheap heat? I know, yeah, I'm okay, man. Uh, yeah, they seem, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you know, there's some, there's some stuff for sure. I mean, so, we don't have uh, royalty in America, but they sure thought we did. There's, yeah, there's <laughs> some stuff there for sure. Um, yeah, I did. Just, I don't think it's that funny of a joke. Uh, like, it's, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant joke. But keep, keep it's doing. not. It's not that funny, and it's not that. Br- it's not that original. Like I don't. It, he just he just mashed a button until he got JFK so that he could put his roof up. That's like <laughs> that's like, very like, funny. Like like <laughs> like imagine if imagine if, like I could do the same joke right where I just mash the button until I get Reagan and then I lower the camera um, to my button down shirt and I pull it open and I have a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, but ah, you didn't do the joke and he did. Yeah, but I wouldn't do the joke because it's cheap heat. It's like, <laughs> all right, all right. It's uh, cheap heat. It's a ch, capital C H. Cheap, cheap, cheap. I've been sitting on that for a long time. Wow. Well, you know, Bo. I don't know. I guess I gotta. I gotta tell you that. Uh, well, hang on. Let me watch it again. Yeah. The length at which. The video is just about the roof closing is also, I think, shithouse. But it's just me. All right. All right. Well, hang on now. I got to go back. I got to go back. Let me watch Stick to your heart. Not don't. Let me watch his face. God, I hate his nose. Yeah, I don't like his nose either, but that's not here nor there. All right. Well, the moment, the moment is the moment. Hang on. Yeah. No, it's still not shithouse. Ah, shit. All right. There's a moment. There's a moment I can see in his eyes when he gets JFK, and he is delighted. He is he is thrilled that this has finally happened for him, yeah. um, and he is sure 
that everyone on the internet's going to love him. Well, I do. It got uh, 311.400. That's not really a number. All right, I'm going to go ahead and move on here. This was tweeted by your main man, Mm -hmm. our favorite ring announcer of all time, Mr. Gary Capetta, who I would guess we're going to hear tonight if we're watching some Road Warrior stuff, because he was a the uh, I don't know who that is. NWA WCW maybe I'll, uh, announcer. Maybe I'll know when I hear his voice because I can't ring put announcer. That name. No, I can't. I don't recognize. I'm not going to oh, recognize okay. Gary Capetta's voice. Okay, I just remember Jr. saying, "Let's go down to Gary Capetta." He was like, uh, "Well, hey, for, thank you, Jim." I hope his voice is like that. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> I don't think it is. Also, oh. he's the ring. He's the ring announcer, so he's not going to say thanks. He's just going to start the announcement. Anyway, every time. Tweeted, thanks, Jim. Coming to the this, ring. <laughs> <laughs> this is tweeted by Gary Capetta. This is an old match between Terry Funk and Barry Windham, I believe. Um, and you can just watch the GIF. Let it roll, baby. <laughs> so the Barry Windham's one-handed catch as Terry Funk wildly hurls a chair from ringside. Jesus, it, it it looks like it's reverse, like he threw it outside of the ring, but it's definitely not the it, way. No, because that would be that would be even crazier and more dangerous. Yeah, and also because also if you were to reverse it, the way he would catch the, catch the chair on the outside would look really ridiculous. But yeah, that's. <laughs> do you think they practice that though? No, no, I think Barry Windham's just a man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's shit house. Can you can is this impossible to stop watching or is it me? It's impossible. He look at how scared the referee is. He's fucking terrified for his life. Wyndham isn't worried about it for one second. And that beautiful mullet. <laughs> he just he just locks onto it and he's like, okay, missile incoming. Intercept in three, two. One, now, no Barry, problem. Now, Barry, I'm going to throw a chair at you at the go home because I, I got to get to the, uh, you know, the Cracker Barrel with Marge. We're going to have a, an early dinner. So you sure you be sure to catch that chair. You no good son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, look at the dude in the front row. Mm-hmm. I think he's an old man. In the black um, shirt? He's like, uh, no, he's like, he's like, not the black shirt, but the guy that's sitting, I think, to the immediate left of the man in the black shirt. I think he's third from the end. Are you talking you about the one arm at- brace for the car impact Yeah, guy? Yeah, the guy, well, <laughs> no, yeah, he throws his arm up and he is pointing at Barry Windham after he catches the shit. Well, yeah. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> holy fuck, did you guys see that? <laughs> That's one of those look around in the room to see if anyone else saw what you just saw. That's one of like those. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I can't oh stop. My. This is beautiful. Oh my god. Anyway, there we go. It's shit house. It's yeah. So you're what? I didn't get a shit house today, and you got no. two. Two out of three. Congratulations. As Meatloaf would say, two out of three ain't bad. So the first match I got for you, Bo, uh, I went back in the WWE Network uh, time machine. They didn't want to show me. They were like, hey, what about WWE? Do you remember Velocity? WWE Velocity? On, no one does. Um, you remember, um, hey, so you remember Saturday Night Heat? You want to uh, maybe? Uh, You're like a bad drug dealer. By the way, we're doing, uh, I don't know if you know this, we're still doing episodes of Main Event. 
every uh it's coming out every like tuesday you know, or whatever you know i know you came here for the real good shit heroin and stuff but uh <laughs> i'm selling non-filtered cigarettes over here for uh 20 bucks a carton if you want that deal no well, that's a pretty sweet deal if you're 17 <laughs> All right, it is uh, the Road Warriors taking on the Midnight Express uh, in a scaffold match. This is a very famous... I'm excited! Very very famous match. It's a 25-foot scaffold. Fucking dangerous. (laughs) The way to win, I believe, is to... uh, Throw your opponents off the scaffold. Mm-hmm. I murder. think mm-hmm. murder, murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also this um epi- this match also has the added um oh I don't know let's be kind about it. It has the added surprise of um a particular person uh getting injured uh like for real injured pretty badly <laughs> um and um, is it someone we don't like? It is someone who would. Let's just say I think he probably, while he was up on that scaffold, asked um, one of the members of the Road Warriors if they wanted to fuck his <laughs> wife. <laughs> I hear you guys are all over the territory, hawking animal, doing real good shit. But you haven't played, you haven't wrestled down here in Mid South. And listen, here if you want to wrestle in Mid South, I'll book you. I'll book you both. But both of you got to get in this room while I sit on my recliner with the dark covering my eyes and my Jimmy out, and you got to fuck my wife. <laughs> I will not give you a two for one deal. Kept trying to call him a mastodon. I said, it's fucking Vader. He's the former WCW champion. It's fucking Vader. Fuck my wife. <laughs> All right. Okay. Starcade 86, the Skywalkers on the WWE Network. We're going to link it up on Twitter. We hope that you watch this with us. Um, it, it, I think it's going to be a real humdinger of a time. And we will see you after the match. All right. All right. I've muted this. Listen here, <clears throat> Jim Cornette. You ruined that match with your do your buffoonery. <laughs> Great match, Mike. Great match. All right. I'm pausing it to stop it. Um, That was great. Yeah. That was scary. One. Uh, entertaining for what little, again, what little they did up there. Entertaining. Yeah. How'd you feel about it? No, yeah, I mean, how much can you really do on it? But the thing is, you're up on a 25-foot scaffold. (laughs) (laughs) Or 30 or 40, who's to say? Whatever it is, I bet it felt like 100. Oh, my God. And, you know, I I think that the, the object of having Jim kind of, like, get chased up the scaffold at the end. Now, it's... Stupid move, for sure. Stupid move by Jim. Yeah, run towards the back. Get what at, are you doing, get, Jim? Go anywhere but up. Anywhere but up. Uh, but they were like, everyone's Jim, you wouldn't go. normally have the up option, so why are you choosing the up option? <laughs> everybody's going to go fucking crazy when Jim falls from the scaffold. Um, but apparently what happened was 
He like, yeah, he broke both ankles. Uh, really? Yeah, like it was yeah. it, he, multiple, multiple injuries for Jim Cornette from that fall. It was not good. It was he was legitimately injured very badly. He he just took it straight leg. What did he think he was water? Was he going into the deep end? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pretty clear he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He just was up there and he let go and he didn't really even, you know, he didn't have the upper body strength to really control himself to let go you know he was like yeah. kind of swinging when he let go you, you you get still and then you you do one little swing forward and then you drop so that your momentum brings your head back and then you flat back at like a normal wrestling bump <laughs> but again you're right when he said ellering got up there it's like ellering's a wrestler he knows his body way better than someone Ooh. like Cornette. so you're right Cornette probably is like well i don't know how much weight i gotta fuck my wife <laughs> <laughs> hey Hey, Road Warrior and Hawk, wait, Road Warrior Hawk and Ann, will you get in here? Because I can't move. <laughs> you <laughs> fuck my wife because I cannot walk. Oh, but my wife, she needs to be fucked. She's ready to feast and my ankles are shot. No, see, here's the thing. I think Dennis fell right. I think he did it right where he fell uh, and he had his feet underneath him. But his his legs were very bent, so he kind of yeah. his feet hit first, and then he kind of rolled to the side when he landed, you know. And then Bobby just took it on his hip, which sucks, but better than your knees. Way you know? better than your knees and your ankles. Yeah. Anyway, so Jim Cornette, uh, falling from wow, I'm gonna get to watch it again here. Uh, watching from uh, falling from a twenty foot. Uh, tall scaffold. The scariest gimmick match of all time. So incredibly scary. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hope that they never do this again and it's never happened since. I mean, I want to know what was the last date? What was the last year of the last mainstream scaffolding match? You know? Like, I'm sure fucking CZW is doing oh, scaffolding matches yeah, probably, all day. Probably. Oh, but I wonder if God. it's just outlawed, basically uh, a silent outlaw in like Vince's world. You know, I have a thing t- that I, I, I bookmarked that is relates to this. This is uh, from Matt McCarthy, a tweet from Matt McCarthy is comedian, another podcast host uh, uh, of a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. And this is so over WrestleMania. Do you remember? Um, Gronk, you know, Gronk, the football player, he came in and was like hosting WrestleMania, the two night yes, two night yeah. event. Rob Gronkowski, yes, formerly of the New England and Patriots. And he took that, he took that, uh, that bump off the little high rise mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So apparently he was terrified of doing that. And so, yeah, uh, someone just wanted to show him how it's done. Yeah, Vince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, here's a Matt McCarthy took a little clip from the WWE Network. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is the way just doesn't Jim Jim did not take the bump just doesn't give a fuck he doesn't he's an insane man what are you looking at here Mike tell tell the tell oh the yeah I'm, what... I'm watching Vince McMahon <laughs> fall onto a pad from like 15 feet in the air <laughs> at 74 years old or whatever it is. And he's like <laughs> yeah, he's or like, some shit he's like see in a full suit no in a suit no big deal no big deal uh, but I mean, it's uh, so funny. Just do it, pal. It's so funny, pal, because Vin- Vince <laughs> is like, I mean, I, I don't think Vince even would say, well, I'm a great wrestler, pal. He's not. He's not a great wrestler. He's He was always terrible. 
in the ring. He had seemed to have no timing, um, no 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 sense of like what looked good and how to control his body and all this stuff. But but he is nuts. And the fact that uh-huh. he took that bump that he was like, eh, I'm gonna jump off this onto this pad, no problem. Uh, he doesn't fall either. He actually jumps. Yeah, no, he jumps. He straight jumps, and Ooh, he's hot. like, he loves it, Mike. He fucking. I know. Loves he's like, this. yeah, no big deal. No big, no um, big deal. He definitely on a mat though. He really snapped his head there. Pop. <laughs> he hits his head real hard he does. on that mat. Yeah. <laughs> does not tuck the chin. No. Yeah, I, I really, uh, he's. I think he's gone on record. Uh, so Vince, it's a very sketchy thing relationship we have with Vince here. We don't really like him, you know, but some of the stuff he's. The fact that he's been in the business for so long and like helped a lot of people grow is admirable. It's cool. And he said that if he if he is not willing to do the move himself, he doesn't want to see his wrestlers do it. So, yeah, I don't know how that translates to Mick Foley being thrown off the ring. Probably because Vince maybe didn't know. Who knows? But but I think it's pretty cool. It's like I'm not going to let my guys and gals do something that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. Yeah. Thrown off the. Yeah. Thro- that's the line. But. Foley jumped the hell in the cell. Foley jumped off the cell, and of course, you know. Maybe I'll make this rule now. <laughs> you know, Owen. Let's be real. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know whether Vince did that. I know. I, I do know that that I heard Vince uh, did the zip line before Sean did it at WrestleMania 12 when he came in for that Iron Man match against Brett. That just seems fun. Uh, and Sean was kind of like, yee, and Vince was like, come on, pal, I'll show you how it's done, and he did it, but... Um, yeah, it's not that he's done everything, it's that he's willing he's to do willing it. He's willing to, I guess he's willing to do it. <laughs> and then Mick's like, well, do you want to go up there and jump off? Ah, oh, no, 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 I try, I trust you. <laughs> I'm good, I think you got it, Mick, I think you got it. God damn it, Mick, do you want to kill yourself? <laughs> okay, so let's get back to this match, though. Yeah. Do you have a rating for it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do I ever. Uh, I have, uh, uh, I'm going to give this match a full 10 out of 10 Wild E. Coyotes. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, it was tough to pick one rating to share from the book, mm-hmm. uh, from the manual, yeah. but that one's the one that I feel like most represents what this match was all about. The, they, they, they did very little wrestling. The crowd was wrapped. <laughs> The entire time they were at attention, thrilled. Un- was just, that the main event? No, that's in the middle of the fucking yeah. show. Later Ooh, on, uh, the Rock and Roll Express um, will uh, defend the the world titles against I think Tar- uh, Arn and Tully, and uh, I think Flair defends the world championship against Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, I've heard of that guy, <laughs> Ruthless Ronnie Garvin. Come on, baby. Um, that's a good rating. It's a good rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look in the book mm-hmm. here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave this one six out of six. Ronnie Garvin's. Um, God damn it. Uh, because like, I didn't know about this match, but as soon as you said scaffolding, I was like, "Fuck, Ronnie would never do that," and it was terrifying, but it was worth it. All six of all six of Ronnie's. It was worth all six. I, I yeah, I loved it. What I'm trying to say. What's so funny is that I I yeah. actually screwed that up. That's actually Starcade '87 that Flair defends against mm. Garvin. Flair defends mm. uh, the championship against Nikita Koloff pre Finding Jesus, and the Rock and Roll Express defend the NWA 
uh, World Tag Team titles against the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. That's Arn Anderson and his kayfabe brother, Ole Anderson. Cool. That's great. That's great. My writing still stands because I remember when I made it the first, when I wrote it the first time, we had this exact same conversation. You were like, I'm sorry, yeah. I misread. Yeah. But the writing, that's the writing. But then so. I remembered that Ron Garvin was still on this card. He just didn't right. wrestle Flair in the main event. It was a street fight with Big Bubba, a.k.a. Uh, Big Boss Man, uh, in a street fight. Yeah, I remember that yeah. match. Great match. Uh, so we're those are our ratings for this one. We're going to kick it into the second match for the Road Warriors. Our, our, road, our road down the anniversary Memorial Road Road Warriors rules. Yes, yes, yes. That's the episode's title. <laughs> Please anyway, what's let the next that match? be the full title. The next match <laughs> is the following year, Starcade '87, and we are getting Arn and Tully defending the NWA World Tag Team Championship against the Road Warriors. Everybody, get excited! I am really, really, really looking forward to this one. Is this just a? Meat potatoes fucking let's do a tag match tag match. I think it's just a let's do a tag Woo! match tag match, baby. Can't wait. My favorite kind of matches. Okay. What did you have to say about that match? Mike? I thought that you was something interesting. On your mind. So, th- so the finish of the match was interesting because, uh, let's see, Arn took the Doomsday device uh, and the, and the, the Road Warriors, after the referee got knocked out of the ring, they knocked Tully out over the top rope. They threw him over the top rope, which is yeah. a disqualification. So I assume, like, in the NWA, that's an automatic disqualification, throwing your opponent over the top rope. At the time, that was what that was. Uh, so I assume after this, Arn and Tully had a real bone to pick about how they didn't really lose the titles because... Tully got thrown over the top rope, which should have disqualified the Road Warriors. Man, but Tully really fucked that ref up. <laughs> he really fucking he fucking football checked him right through the middle rope. Oh man! I, I just saw the replay, the slow mo. He just shoulder blocked him and threw him out. I don't think that ref expected to go that far. I have never. I don't think I've ever seen a ref bump like that. <laughs> That, that I'm going to watch it again. Oh, my God. Oh, Just see how hard Tully God. hits him. He's like, I, I must have blinked. Because I missed how it happened. But now that I know that Tully just fucking gut checked Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Arn that gets thrown over the top rope. Arn gets thrown over the top rope. And then they do away with Tully. And then they hit Arn with the doomsday. It was. I think it was weird because we had the ref bumps. And you don't expect... The Doomsday is their top rope clothesline finish, right? Right. You don't expect, like, in modern wrestling, that would indicate that they're going to do the move, but they're not going to get the pin because there's no ref. But they did get the pin because the ref still, even though there's two refs out there, both of them were hurt, there's still one slid in and, you know, counted, which is just something you wouldn't see in modern wrestling. Yeah. It would be used as a near fall is what it would be used Yeah, I mean, he recovered the fuck out of that... Out of that fall. He did his fucking job. I mean, he was like, ow, that hurt. But you know what? I have a duty to uphold. And by God, somebody's got to count shoulders to the mat. And I got to get back in there and do it. You know what? The match is not finished. And you know why I know the match is not finished? Because I finished the match. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Bo, do you got a rating for this one? Oh, man. I got seven 
17, delicious, slippery, 17 out of 17, wet dad bodies. Because <laughs> these four gentlemen were covered in glistening sweat, and they put on a hell of a slobber knocker, as JR would say. And uh, it was great. I loved it. I really enjoyed that match. I liked it more than the scaffolding match. And you want to know why? Because mm. it was wrestling and not terrifying. <laughs> it was just a regular ass yes. championship tag team match. Uh, I thought it was just great, great fucking heel work from mm-hmm. Horn and oh, Tolly. Uh, on that heel work, what, what was your rating, though? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to give this, uh, let's see, which one do I pick? Uh, oh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a... Um, a combo here. I'm going to do Ooh. a, uh, let's see. I'm going to give this a six out of six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six out of six. Uh, black eyed peas and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Like on the band. Sunday afternoon. Oh, that's my first. Not- okay. I thought you meant the band, not the band. Let's get it started. Nah. Nope. Not. Nope. Nope. Okay. Also that the, the non radio cut of that version is of that song is inappropriate. Why? Well, well, yeah, it's inappropriate. That's why it was changed. I don't even know why they wrote it at the time. It was immediately changed. It's inappropriate. <laughs> don't yeah, appreciate that, Black Eyed Peas. Thank you. <laughs> they really should have. They should have thought that one over there. Will I am? You should have really thought that, buddy. Will I am? Will I? No, sir. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to go ahead and give uh, my second rating, being mm-hmm. uh, a uh, six out of seven, short sleeve. Business meetings that end in gunfire. <laughs> Couldn't come to an agreement. <laughs> no agreement settled. Had to end in gunfire. Tried, tried to set the budget for the coming fiscal year <laughs> for the uh, for the paper accessories company, and they just couldn't. And so, uh, you know, shots were fired and uh, blood was shed, and uh, that's what this match felt like to me. Arn and Tully trying to hold on to their championships, but everybody knowing they were going to lose them. They were going to lose Which, the belts, right? It's the uh, fucking Road Warriors. Yeah. It's the fuck unless you there's some to. really unless there's some really shady shit that goes down. But I I think that the thing that was the cool thing about the Road Warriors is because they had Paul yeah. as their manager. No manager was going to fuck with Paul, right? Like no, they had, I saw him when they were, when they were walking out again. He looked fit as hell. He had some weird glossy slacks on though. <laughs> He's badass. He's like he, he is the fucking he is the Godzilla of managers for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even at whatever age he was when he did Authors of Pain, he still was very intimidating <laughs> with his rolled up newspaper. Yeah. Get out of my face. He still scared the shit out of me. All right, all right. Next match. Actually, before we get to the next match, in that match alone, what office supplies were Tully and Arn, and what office supplies were the Road Warriors? Oh, easy. Um. Arn was definitely a printer toner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tully was clearly a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal was uh, a hole punch. And okay. Hawk was uh, not, uh, was a... Uh, hawk was a hawk. The no, office hawk. Was hawk. A hawk. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I'm going to change the rate. Hawk was the hole punch. Animal okay. was a stapler, but not just like one of those regular ass staplers. Ooh. One of the the staplers <laughs> that you just put the paper under and it goes. Gah-gah! Oh, the automatic one. Which yeah. Is like, you just stick like, it. Ski! You just stick the paper and it goes. <laughs> I love those. I had those at school mm. in elementary. 
Love with the, those. Also with the the three ring binder, the ring oh. binder. Yeah. Maker. Yeah. You go put it in the. Yep. It cuts all the holes yep. at once. Oh God, that's some ASMR shit. Yep. New episode idea. Ooh, uh, I mentioned it before, but I wanted to get it on record. The uh, ASMR promos where we we read we read classic promos, but in ASMR. Love that. <laughs> also, just for funsies, JJ Dillon is a lunchbox uh, with egg salad in it and uh, a thermos full of chocolate <laughs> milk. And Paul Ellering is a pencil sharpener. Actually, all these ratings that you get, all these uh, items are specifically and precise, and I think it's it. You did a great job. I know I did. That's why I wrote them in the in the fucking manual. I thought about this a lot. I thought about these long and hard, and this is this is what I the decision that I came to, and I hope everyone can respect that. Mike, can I test something real quick? Test. Don't make a noise. He put hard times on dusty roads in his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile worker workers around the country are out of work. They've got four to five kids and can't pay their wages, etc., etc. That's kind of what it would be like. Hey, what the fuck is a textile worker? <laughs> They're uh, in their uh, linoleum and marble. Is marble a textile? No, I think it's like cloth. I think textiles is like cloth. Like cloth. But where does the tiles come into play? Because kitchen floors are made of tile. So linoleum would be a textile. You know, I hadn't noticed this. But I'm an idiot. (laughs) But you're an idiot. And (laughs) the first three matches all take place at Starcade. This next match I've got for you, Starcade 89. Starcade 89. 86, 87, 89. What happened in 88 that we can't know about? I don't about? know what happened in 88. Was there a Starcade in 88? Did it have the Road Warriors on it? I don't know. Uh, Sounds like it did not. Starcade 89, everybody, was unique because it had um, a format that uh, WCW was kind of experimenting with that where they did this kind of like round-robin Iron Man tournament with Ric Flair, Lex Luger, the Great Muda, and Sting and where everybody wrestled everybody else and then... You got a certain number of points. It's kind of like the G1. It's very, it's very kind of a Japanese kind of format and uh, or a World Cup if you're a soccer fan. And then whoever had the most points at the end was declared the winner and uh, I think the wrestler of the 90s. Oh, I thought you were going to say night. It's like, oh, looks like Rick here is wrestler of the night. Good job, Rick. I'm in the main event. I know I'm the wrestler of the night. <laughs> but they did the same thing with tag teams. Yeah. So they had the Iron Man tournament and the Iron Team tournament. Another four teams. Uh, you had, let's see, uh, Doom, which was uh, Butch Reed and Ron Simmons. Uh, who oh, were, they tagged together? Yes. They Well, they were, that was, their, that, that was their tag team, Doom. Yeah, they were extremely terrifying, extremely scary guys. <laughs> they big, were WCW big, Tag Team big Champions. Big men. Real big men. Real big men. Uh, you also had the Samoan SWAT team. or I Real be- big men. <laughs> I believe uh, now at this point known as the uh, New Wild Samoans. Um, it's, it's Fatu and Samu who would be the head shrinkers in the WWF. The Sons the sons or nephews of um, the original uh, Wyan 
uh, sorry, the original uh, wild Samoans, Afa and Sika, uh, who are some of the related. Everyone's tangentially related to the Rock and Roman Reigns. Yes, and, and, Afa and, and, and Sika and, uh, are extremely important people in the, the wrestling Usos. business. Yes, they are. They're like the top of the umbrella to all of yes, the Samoans. They're they like Elio <laughs> and Carlos Gracie for uh, your jiu-jitsu fans out there. So it was, uh, yeah, Doom, uh, the new Wild Samoans. Uh, the Steiner brothers and the Road Warriors. These were the four teams in this that's round. Thick. That's a lot of men. Robin. That's a lot of men there. Yes. And Bo, you know what? This match that I'm about to show you, it's one of the matches, in, and I believe it's the opening contest for both of these teams in the tournament. Okay. Uh, and it's the fucking Steiner brothers and the Road Warriors in 1989. Short one, shortest we've seen so far. Was it? I feel like it was the. Sh- I mean, I feel it, like it flew was... by. I don't know what the actual runtime was, yeah. but it flew by. I was brother. gonna say it was a uh, swift, really clever little storytelling with the with the pinfall. It was confusing, but then when the replays, it all made sense. Um, I don't think the ref would actually see that happen in live real time like that. But he's a good ref. Maybe so not. Who knows? Nick, pa- he's a head referee of WCW, I believe. Nick Patrick, you know, he's the man with the eyes and the. Uh count so uh he had his eyes on the shoulders all four shoulders were down until one shoulder wasn't i like that finish typically i think those finishes are dumb where you do a german suplex or whatever and or back suplex and all four shoulders are down and then the guy that gets suplexed rolls his shoulder up and the guy that suplexes is too dumb to know that his shoulders are down on the it's, bridge. It's the intelligence factor that pisses me off. Like, you would know if your shoulders were down, you I would think, know right? if your shoulders were down, for sure. But in this case, because of what it accomplished in this tournament, it allowed right. the Road Warriors to get the win, and I believe they go on to win the tournament. So that protects the Road Warriors. But it also, I'm sorry, it allows the Steiners to get the win. Right. But the Road Warriors win the tournament. So it, it kind of protects both teams, and it makes sense because the Steiners are champions, but then the Road Warriors win the tournament, and that sets up a bigger money match down the line. That match we just saw, but much bigger, much grander, and for belts. But I right? don't think that that happens, actually. Dang, that's lost. I think that's that the loss. Road Warriors go to the WWF. Big loss. They had a good career there, though, so mm. good for them. But. I mean, kind of. I don't remember. Again, you don't. It was okay. I'm just saying it stuff, okay. you know? It was okay. It was okay. I like playing as him on the video game. <laughs> that was my LaParca <laughs> memory. I remember, hey, I remember in the video game when you... <laughs> I talked about his taunt. That's all I knew was his taunt. Yeah, I remember, like, he would wear, like, like the skeleton costume. <laughs> the just the most base knowledge. <laughs> I remember he was, like, a, like a luchador. Right, he like wrestled in Mexico. <laughs> you got some ratings for this match, don't you? We do. I have one particular rating for this particular yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have that for you right here in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found the book. I found the book. The book was right here uh, on my mantle uh, next to my cross and my baby Jesus. Uh, and it reminded me of a short uh, Bible verse that we wrote out in the manual. Uh, it was uh, Shithouse uh, 8, uh, 15. 
uh, Shithouse chapter 8, verse 15, in which it reads, The match that took place on a hot day of 1989 between Road Warriors and the Steiner Brothers hereby gives... Sounds more like a declaration than it does a verse, but... <laughs> Here, hereby it sounds like, gives... a, like someone has written a bill, like a bill in Congress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's a weird Bible. Whereas, uh, whereas Road Warrior and uh, the Steiner brothers, two perfectly good teams, would both win matches together. They perform great match, five out of five, and that's the whole verse. Wow. What was it again? Shit House four fifteen. So is it, it? So it's five out of five. Shit house four fifteens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That verse, and you can get you can get that whole Bible on Bandcamp in our merch section. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mike, what did you score? It? I'm gonna give this match. It's tough to pick just one rating because I got so it many is. here in the book. I got it's so a thick many book, but I'm gonna give this one eleven out of eleven. Dad's vein on his bicep. Which bicep? His right bicep. Oh yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid, my dad would flex all the time. <laughs> God, your dad was cool. He would just flex all the time. Just be, he would constantly be flexing. His milk cartons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be flexing. Uh, cut- Wait, what, do you want to go buy weights? We don't need weights. We got milk right here. Cutting up salami. You know, flexing and uh, shaving and doing stuff like that. And um, I always noticed on one of his biceps... There, it would, it didn't, it wasn't really there on his other one, but on one of his biceps, his right bicep, there was this vein that run, that ran on the very top of his bicep and like added right. a little extra, little like extra. from 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 elbow pit to shoulder almost that bicep right there. Yeah, like the the elbow pit to shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I had I had to I had to ring like, to run it yeah. out in my mind. The listeners couldn't sure see it, but he did a whole pantomime. Yeah, thing it was the whole to, thing. Was, I was trying to because I thought first I went armpit, and I was like, wait, yeah. no, not that wait, one. Because that's are these the boobies. That's what you a said? different vein that boobies? goes from the boobies to the elbow. This is from the elbow, or <laughs> from the elbow pit to the shoulder. That vein. And what are we gonna call the elbow pit to the shoulder? What's that part in that T-shirt? The elbow pit. What would that be called? If these are the boobies, the bo- those <laughs> the are the elbow. boobies. Then that part, I guess it would be the elbow pit because like, that's not the real name. Or like the um, like the big bump, the big bump. Yeah, Got it. yeah. That's a good score. Yeah, so that's eleven out of eleven. Dad's big bumps. <laughs> that's awful. Hey, have you seen Dad's big bumps? Have you seen Dad's big bumps? Oh yeah, I've been checking out Dad's big bumps all afternoon. Just four ass kickers, just kicking ass at the same time. Yeah. I just wish the match was 15 minutes longer. That's my only criticism. Right, it was match. pretty, yeah, it was pretty short, but probably because it was the tournament, and they, they, they fight again for the title like we talked about. Tournament, yeah. Well, actually, they I don't think they do. I know, yeah, I know they don't. I think they do. But, so I'm going to get you up on animal shoulders, and I'm going to jump off and hit you right in the face with my big bump. Hey, speaking of big bumps, I got a couple other big bumps waiting for you, and they are living currently in the WWF, uh, and I talked, uh, the, the reason why that, that Road Warriors-Steiner match for the title, I think, didn't happen is because the Road Warriors went to the WWF, and 
when they got there, they had a brief but exciting career. Uh, It wasn't probably what it could have been, but I would feel strange about not including that early 90s Legion of Doom uh, Road Warriors run in the WWF because I feel like it's a different thing than than what everything we've seen previous. They've been the Road Warriors primarily in Japan. They're billed as the Road Warriors in the in the NWA. They're the Road Warriors. Legion of Doom is Legion of Doom is like the subhead in the yeah. WWF. They were called Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal, the Legion of Doom. Yeah, he's got to trademark it, man. He, Vince has got to trademark it, so it's got to be slightly. You can't different. trademark the Legion of Doom. That's DC Comics. <laughs> That's true. You as dork, well. Vince. Hey, come on. Are you watching Doom Patrol on HBO Max? No. Get out of my neighborhood, Bucko. What a fucking dork, Vince is. <laughs> what a fucking dork you are. All right, here's the match, buddy. SummerSlam. Well, see, this is. Wait, before we get to SummerSlam, 1991, everyone. But before we get to it, I want to say one more thing about this. Like 90s. Road Warriors would the very little moment, very little time that I would have watched it would have been in WWF. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would be what I'm most familiar with, sadly. But who knows? It could be great. Cool. Well, actually, I don't know because yeah. I've never seen this match. But I feel like because I've never seen it, I need to watch it, and I, it, I, I feel like this has the potential to have the same kind of energy that the Nasty Boys and Harlem Heat had. That was just <laughs> on the bracket. This is SummerSlam 1991, the Road Warriors. Sorry, the Legion of Doom challenging the Nasty Boys for the WWF Tag Team Champions. Uh, this night would be uh, uh, stolen, I would say, by Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect in their Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, also, Randy Savage. Kayfabe married Elizabeth at this event. <laughs> oh, big event. And Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior teamed to face Sergeant Slaughter, the Iron Sheik, and General Adnan in the main event, which was called The Match Made in Hell. Where's Lafitte on the card? I think that Jean-Pierre has set sail at this point. <laughs> I don't oh, I don't shit. believe he is he is currently out. Uh, exploring all different kinds of independent opportunities uh, prior to joining the WWF. It'll be a few more years before we get that Lafitte treat in the right. in the World Wrestling Federation. I still want to comment on animals, mullet, mohawk, horseshoe, lot going on on his hair and other than that that's all i have to say really about the match <laughs> no it was fucking great it was great yeah it was fast fast paced uh, uh uh new champions filthy filthy nasty boys lost also i will say this was the one match out of the the four that we watched where the doomsday device was executed the way that we all know and love and well, not Bo, but but the well, rest actually, of us, I, I do know of that. That Doomsday device where Animal just throws their legs over his head and says, "Well, fuck it," and just just fucking 
tosses them and they do a fucking backflip and land on their face after the clothesline. That's the doomsday device. That's the one. Do you think, and the reason we're calling it that's the doomsday device, because what I said earlier is that this is the 90s LOD, and this is what me and you know, basically, in our head up here. So I'm wondering now, is the flip an invention that they came up when they moved to WWF? They're like, let's spice it up. Let's add something to it. I don't know. Maybe. Vince has been known to add spice like that, too. Like, hey, make him flip. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to fucking... I would be interested to go back and look at old Road Warriors matches and see when, if they started flipping them later or when they, or were they doing it from the beginning and they just didn't do it in the Steiners match. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't I'll do tweet, it in the Arnie Tully match either. Thunder Rosa will know. I'll tweet her. Yeah, tweet her. Say, when did. Uh, yeah, again, they didn't do it in any of the matches except for. Did they even do that move in the first match? No, because it was the scaffold match. Oh, God. I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> you remember I the scaffold match? Mike, I forgot about Woo! the scaffolding match. Okay. I'm glad you st- we started with that because if we would have ended the night with that, I would have not gone uh, after, gone home happy. But this one, let's give it a rating first, and I'm going to put them in order. Yeah. Uh, actually, you start with your rating. My rating for this match? First. Yeah. What, what did you give it? My again? rating for this match is um, I'm going to give this 45 out of 47 pit bulls that are being very polite to you at that moment. Like really subtle, like little nuzzles with their nose, like little wet noses. Yeah, like a dog. Uh, and here's, I, I don't mean to be biased against pit bulls. Pit bulls are just, right. you know, you know, they are uh, a powerful dog. They've been stereotyped into an angry, aggressive yeah. thing. Okay, but you could say a uh, Rottweiler. You could say a Doberman. Yeah, yeah. You could say any big musk, a Great Dane. Uh, right. You know, any big muscular dog. Dachshund. That, yeah, Dachshund, Ingrid. Uh, Specifically, that, she is very in, dense. Ingrid, very <laughs> dense. No, a- any dog that, if it wanted to, could kill you. Right. Right? Like, if if it happens to be that at that moment that the dog decides that it doesn't feel safe and it needs to attack or, or lash out or whatever, uh, I don't know. Because, uh, you know, you're not in the mind of a dog, right? You're not in the mind of uh, something you can't... Wish I was, you know? Yeah, you can't, right? And if a chihuahua decides to uh, freak out on you, you go like, all right, knock it off. You just launch yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay, stop. <laughs> Please stop. I will throw you into the moon. <laughs> You're out of here. But if a if a Rottweiler or a, a German Shepherd or a Doberman or a Pitbull decides they want to uh, they want to kill something, you know, they want to kill you, they're probably going to do that. <laughs> but in this case, that's a very well behaved Pitbull. That's a mm-hmm. very well behaved dog. It's being very nice, and you're making. Very like stuffed, cuddly, like wrestle buddies of the pit bull. But you know what? Down deep inside, that's a killing machine. It's a killing machine. You know? You want to hear my rating? Tell me what your rating is. I give it one scandalous, one illegal. Ooh. One, I can't believe I wrote this so long ago rating. Out of one, uh, Michael Vick's. Because it's like two dogs fighting in the ring, you know? Yeah. That's my rating. Yeah, I kind of get that rating, though. 
Like that's a little would bit so. that's a little bit in bad taste, but also I kind of get that writing because it kind of right? is. It's kind of again. Like, I wrote it so long ago. Like two animal, like like shitty fucking like animal teams that just ball up their fists and get in there and just headbutt each other for fifteen minutes. And then yeah, whoever... the dogs are fine until Michael Vick made them fight. All right, everybody. This has been the Tope Susita podcast. Oh, hey, Bo, do you want to rank these matches from what you liked most to uh, what you liked yeah. least most? Yes, yes. Give it to yes. me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. <sighs> Number four. Yeah, would have to be the second match because I don't remember what it was. No, the th- no. Wait, no, no, because the <laughs> second's Tully. Second is Tully and Arn. What was the? Th- the third first match, match was the scaffold match. The second match was Arn and Tully. The third match was the Steiner brothers. The fourth match is the Nasty Boys. Fourth will be Steiner, sadly, because I wanted it to go way longer. Longer, yeah. The brevity, um, and there. also now that I know the potential that it could have been, and then it didn't, it's very sad. So four, three would have to be the scaffolding for the f- sheer fear that I felt watching it. That's what the the fear actually the fear has put it above the disappointment of the potential booking of number four. Yeah. Fear spring because it was they were here and then fear was like, oh, I'm up here now. Um, And then two, um, I think, man, this is a toss up. I'm going to save two and one. Let's hear your three and four, four and three first. What did you do? Four and three, four and three. Okay. Four for me is probably the scaffold match. Okay. Just because. You weren't scared? Uh, well, no, I was scared <laughs> as shit. I was super scared. It was fucking... <laughs> Man, I saw a scaffolding. I was like, I can get up there. Fuck that. I'm not scared. <laughs> it was super scary. Um, it just was... I. It, uh, it's like on principle, I have to like put it at the bottom. Even though it was still great and I'm glad that it happened once, I never want to see it again. Right. right. And... It wasn't a it's, wrestling match. Yeah, it's just above uh, the Joey Janela back truck building fall. It's just above that in sensibility, but it's still kind of the same. It's bad. It's bad judgment all around, but it was fucking cool. It was fucking cool, and the crowd was lit. Also, we should say, for, being number four on this list of four does not mean that you're a bad match. This, no, because you these four matches made the show. These four matches so were great. <laughs> Uh, I would say scaffold at four, and then probably uh, Steiner's at three for me. All right, so we're the same here. So now I want to see if you and I are good, are equal in our two and one. Okay. So what we're going to do, we're going to say our number one. Not the number two. Let's say our number one. <sighs> Boy, this is a tough one. This is mm-hmm. really I have my, tough. We're going to say me. it at the same time. That's the thing. Okay. What are we going to say? Are we going to say the opponent? Is that going to sort of signify what we like? It will either say Arn and Tully yeah, let's or say Nasty or Boys. Nasty Boys. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we'll do it on three. Okay. Just like we play. Ready? Okay. Let's actually count down together to see how close our latency is. Okay. One, two, three, Ready? or three, two, one? Three, two, one. Three, two, name. one. Name. Okay. Three. Three. Two. Two. One, one nasty boys. Oh shit! <laughs> I can't believe! I can't believe for me it's nasty boys. I can't believe it because I liked the Orn and Tully match more. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It was a way better match all the way until the end. It was way better. But the finish of the Nasty yeah. Boys match, the way that the Doomsday Device landed, and the flip. It's true. And the devastation 
I'm second guessing what I said, no, but I, I mean, said it. I said it. It's a toss up. And I really yeah. wanted to vote for Arn and Tully. I did. It was like, <laughs> that's way better. The whole match, better. Way better. Yeah. Everything. They put on a clinic in that match. Oh, it was but... a beautiful tag team match. Beautiful. But the finish. Yeah. Of the Nasty Boys match with Jimmy Hart throwing the fucking motorcycle helmet up when he yep. gets kicked yep. and Hawk clocking him and then fucking the doomsday device that lands, you know, and Hawk with that kick when he tries to come in the ring and the crowd just, ah, it was such a hot finish. It's also Vince knowing his audience and he knows his audience are predominantly younger kids, right? Yeah. So the match is shorter, tighter, quicker. Faster, more intense. I see why you chose it as number one, but see, I was using my up here, my my my. If I was uh, yeah. younger, I would have said number. I'm not saying you're uh, your no, no. I'm childish. Uh, totally, I'm not insulted at all. Yeah, but I'm just watching with the wrestling minds. Like that's totally an Arn man, because I'm what I'm doing while I'm watching it is also seeing them in AEW right now. Yeah, and putting it all together, right? Yeah, and it makes this big web of just this wonderful career of these. Two people, even though they're not the people we're talking about for the special. I They're all great matches. Here's the thing. But, you want to know something? Yeah. If it wasn't for that finish, the Nasty Boys match mm-hmm. would be number four for me. Really? That's I'll how tell you strong, what. That move That's is how good. strong the finish was for me. Yeah. To see that fucking doomsday device with the he- heels overhead, fucking ass over tea kettle. Just a, someone annihilated unapologetically like can you imagine if if you and i at this age whatever we were in 91 were like still like obsessed with wrestling and kind of watching these people yeah and so to see road warriors let's say let's say that we the constant the idea that we the the theory of the doomsday device with the flip is added in wwf going on that if you had watched them and you watch them on on Saturday morning on a on a federation. They do the Doomsday Vice, but then you watch them on WWF, and they do it again. You know what's coming, but then a dude flips. <laughs> I just got chills myself freak, thinking about freak the fuck sitting there in the out. audience. It would be a pop for sure. But that's one, two, three, and four of Road Warriors. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, fuck. Animal. Animal. Hawk, he, he passed in two thousand five. Yes. Hawk passed a while okay. ago. Um, so was now, there a third one? Oh, uh, there was Puke, which was Darren Drozdov. What was Drozdov. that all about? Well, well, that was okay. Okay, so uh, Puke was Darren Drozdov, who was a former football player, and they, he joined the Road Warriors as a third member when they came back to the WWF in like their final run, ninety nine, two thousand. They were okay. you know just kind of there for a minute. Uh, and they, they were kind of built. His... Yeah, they had a new look. L- they were called LOD 2000, uh, and Draws kind of, you know, jumped in there as the third member for a second. John Goodman was on the cast. John Goodman he was, was on the there. Cast. No, but unfortunately, Draws, of course, was paralyzed. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, in a, Man. Yeah, so now, you know, he's, yeah. you know, he's still alive. He's he's yeah. doing okay, but it's sad. Definitely one of the sad stories. Everything neck down. Yeah, it yeah. Sucks. Bad, bad, bad story. Uh, bad, bad situation. Um, and then, as I said before, Hyde and Reich was a member right. of the Road Warriors, uh, the Legion of Doom, for a moment with Animal in the early 2000s during the Ruthless Aggression era. No, Hyde and Reich are members uh, of the opposition. Yeah, we were just hiding <laughs> and hiking for a moment. Hide, but then they got the calls. It said, hey, come be a tag team. Come we be a Nazi. And we said, we don't want to be Nazis. Nazi. No, 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 no. 
For real, though, everybody, we have actual Don't be a Nazi. Nazi. We have actual yeah. Nazi shit happening in the United States. Uh, and and it's always been happening, but now it's in plain view. Oh, wow, yeah. And uh, way plain view, and it's terrifying. Please, please, yeah. I don't care. I don't care if you're a fiscal conservative. Please take a stand against this mm-hmm. shit, because yeah. Fascism is bad, and it is kind of starting to happen. Not kind of. It is, and we need to stop it, and please. And it will come for your bank account eventually, fiscal conservatives. Eventually. So think about that. Eventually. I know the economy is doing great right now, but eventually everything catches up. And if we don't vote this fuck face Is the economy out, doing great? Is it really? It's doing better than it should be. <laughs> Pandemic, <laughs> not for us though. Not doing. That's not doing great compared to 1960. <laughs> Tell you True. that. Oh, all right. So anyway, vote Biden. Uh, even if you don't care for the man, it, he's the option to get the other man out. So anything, anything yeah. to get Please. this monster out of office. And if you hear anyone arguing with like i just want to hear the discussion from both sides it's not a discussion anymore there's no discussion no discussion trump's gotta go nothing to talk about No discussion either at this point that the the battle lines have been drawn either you're a nazi or you're or you are or you disagree and you're not a nazi (laughs) yeah Either are Nazi, no Nazi. You, ra- you, you want to be on the side of no Nazi. Or anti-racist. Yeah, and you want to be on the side of anti-racism. You I think do. that we've made that perfectly clear at Tope Suicida 50 podcast. years from now, you're going to want to be known as an anti-racist. Not someone who is complicit. You want to, when you're cracking open uh, episode 4, 600, 700, 800,000, or whatever it is in 50 years of Tope Suicida podcast. <laughs> and you want to, at that time, you want to look back at episode 47 uh. and think when they said that I should be an anti racist, they were right. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm listening to these guys after they uploaded their intelligence into the computer. They were right. To do podcasts in infinitum. <laughs> Just never you know we're going to do that, too. You know we're well, going to do that. We're going to do Bo and Mike it. uploaded their consciousness to the computer, and they're on uh, 1997 of Fight Bites. <laughs> <laughs> we only made it to 97. We only made it to 97, everybody. Wow, what a great show. It was a great show, and hey, Mike, if people want to find us online, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to do it real quick. Oh, do it. Watch yeah, this. drop drop that knowledge. Tobit C.O.C. Pod, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere with that name. Find us. Talk to us. Bo Rosser is me on Twitter, Instagram. Mike from TV on Twitter. Mike from Television, the full word on Instagram. And send us your favorite wrestler via the email. That's TopeSuicidaPod at gmail.com. And we'll answer it. We want to hear who your favorite wrestler is. If you want to buy an album, we have one on Bandcamp called TopeSuicidaPod.Bandcamp.com. And the album is called Tope Suicida Presents. Now, that's what I call Tope. Or celebrating the first 21, 21? First 23? First 21 of the first 33 uh, episodes, volume one, circle jer- curtain jerkers. That's it's not circle jerkers. It's not that. Listen, if that's your fetish, no kink shame, you know. But it's not called that. It's called curtain jerkers. We're with you, Mike, sex positive is, here at the Tope Suicida Podcast. As long as everybody's in consenting adults. Is there anything I missed? I'm popping. No, back you fucking nailed it, man. Also, fuck yes, hey, I did. Yo, we're not done. 
We're not done with this <laughs> series with Truman Caps. He's coming back on the show multiple times, mm-hmm. and we're showing him all different kinds of matches. We're testing out the format to see uh, if we can get guests on in a remote fashion. It looks like it's yeah. going to work. And I'm super excited for the possibilities, my friend. Yeah, the only downside we've been, the reason we've taken so long to start using guests is one, I wanted to get my computer situation because I'll be the one hosting a stream or whatever and figure it out. And also, um, the way our show works is we watch wrestling with people, and that's very hard to do uh, with syncing wise. It's, it's, challenging with Mike and I, but when we had a third person into it, it worked with the first episode with Truman though. So hopefully it'll work with other guests. Um, that's the future. But before we actually go though, Mike, I have one last question. Oh, okay. For you. Yeah. Hit me. Um, if I were to like come up to you and be like, Hey Mike, like what's wrestling? What would you say? Wrestling is when you fill your muscles with blood and, and they expand and they get really big and like tight against your skin and you look bigger and stronger than you do normally. But because you just like did the workout and you have the pump, you look bigger and stronger than you would uh, normally. And that is what I always, like, like when I think of the road warriors, when I think of animal and hawk, I think of the pump, like I think of a, a pair of people that are impossibly big and impossibly strong at all times. And there is a comfort in putting your faith in invulnerable heroes. There is a there is a, a comfort in backing Superman because Superman believes in justice and he believes in hope and he believes what is right in like yes, in the balance of things and 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 people that are taking advantage of others and hurting other people need to be held accountable, right? And the road warriors are that type of figure where like no one can actually beat the road warriors. If the road warriors ever lose a match, it's because some terrible shit happened. Right. But in some, a fair fight, in a fair fight, the road warriors will always win. And so it is the comfort that comes from the certainty of backing a hero that cannot be defeated. Ooh. That's what wrestling is. I'll tell you what. It's a good explanation. What's wrestling to you though? <sighs> to me, it, wrestling is that um old, elderly, aged weenie dog. <laughs> And she's sleeping on the couch snoring. She's a bit heavier than she used to be because, again, she's slow and old. But then Michael Vick shows up and he gets in Ingrid's face and says, I'm going to pit you in a dog fight illegally. And Ingrid goes, fuck that. And Ingrid attacks Michael Vick and fucks him up, shreds him to pieces because she's a small package, but a big heart. Rest in peace, animal. We'll see you next week.
Peace, Michael Vick. <laughs> and I was going to be like, Michael Vick is definitely alive. Yeah, but fuck him, man. <laughs>